This is an operating room in a MASH, a Mobile Army Surgical Hospital. There are five of these units in South Korea. What do you feel was the most difficult thing you had to adjust to over here? I think it's that everything is painted green. The, the clothes are green, the food is green, except the vegetables, of course. Could anyone look on that and not feel changed? Hey, MASH fans, it's time for another episode of the MASH 4077 podcast. I am one of your co host, Kenny, and joining me once again, Simon. Gentlemen. And Al. Hi there. How you doing? I'm okay, thanks. Fine. Today we're discussing Season 4, Episode 25, The Interview. It's the season finale for Series 4. It's the 97th episode overall, directed by Larry Gelbart, written by Larry Gelbart, originally aired February 24th, 1976, and the production code is G525. This is a room in Korea. A room most of the men fighting the second year of the war would rather not see. This is an operating room in a MASH, a Mobile Army Surgical Hospital. There are five of these units in South Korea. Now, the concept of treating wounded close to the front, and this particular hospital is just uh, three miles from the fighting, is being tested for the first time. And if anything can be said to be a success in war, it is this concept. By bringing the wounded directly to the operating table by jeep, ambulance, and helicopter, these units have achieved an effectiveness of 97%. In human terms, 97 out of every 100 wounded men brought here live. Who are the people behind that most impressive statistic? We brought our camera and our microphones here to find out. Cleet Roberts introduces this segment as his show. He's arrived at Korea to interview the staff of the 4077th Mobile Army Surgical Hospital because of its high 97% efficiency rating. In Robert's interview with Hawkeye, BJ, Frank, Radar, Klinger, Mulcahy, and Potter, they talk about how they cope with their situation, what they miss about home, how they feel about who they work with, and whether they see any good coming from war. Do you see anything good at all coming out of this war? Yeah, me, alive. That would be nice. If I could get out of this alive, that would be great. You've been here some time. Somewhere between some time and eternity. Is there anything from home that you brought over with you to set up for yourself? Creature comforts? I brought a, I brought a book over. What book? The dictionary. I, I figure it's got all the other books in it. You know, I like to read the dictionary. What do you feel was the most difficult thing you had to adjust to over here? I think it's that everything is painted green. The, the clothes are green. The food is green. Except the vegetables, of course. The only thing uh, it's not green is the blood. The blood is red, if that's what you get the most of here. Our guest stars in this episode, of course, poor old William Christopher is still reduced <laughs> as a guest star of his Francis' father, Mulcahy, the father, the Francis, the Pope. <laughs> <laughs> and Cleet Roberts plays interviewer. Cleet also appeared as the interviewer in the radar spinoff, Walter. What's the attitude of the boys towards you, towards your work? I try to get to know them, but then... There's so many, and they move through here pretty fast, at least we hope they do. I do hold services, but uh, 
Well, they... I don't pack them in, you know. Uh, not, uh, not that that's important. They spread us uh, religious fellows rather thin over here. Of course, they spread everything kind of thin over here. I'm, I'm not complaining. I, uh, I don't mind being the only priest here. It's sort of fun to have a corner on the market, but... Well, uh, what was the question? All right, let's go ahead and discuss this episode. You want to start us off, Al? No, not really. <laughs> it was okay. I mean, um, I thought it was kind of a, a good way to end this, the season, possibly. Uh, you know, it, it seems to be kind of a trend. Uh, most season endings are kind of that um, retrospective type thing where, mm-hmm. you know, we find out how they feel about it. Uh, I love how the, it was shot in black and white. The, mm-hmm. It gave it kind of that air of uh, authenticity authenticity it just made you feel like it was there um i just thought it was a great expose on how how the war changed how they how the war changed them the one thing i i kind of picked out was how frank responded with it hasn't changed him at all so no i think it did i think the war affected frank in that if it wasn't for the war he would have just been this sniveling little backstep all right, never mind. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. it was okay. I mean, uh, yeah. nothing great, but... Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is like a, a quintessential classic episode of MASH. Yes. Um, I thought it was okay. It, it's, you know, it's not one of my favorites. It's not one I can watch over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's a lot of just talking heads. But you do get to delve into the personality of each of the characters. Right. Uh, a little bit. Um, so that aspect I like of it... Um, I don't know why they didn't interview Houlihan. Again, she's not in this episode, so she must have been on maternity leave. Mm. Because for her not to be part of it, being a woman, a, you know, a lead woman in the MASH unit to talk to the interviewer just kind of was odd to me. But yeah, I mean, I don't really, I have nothing in my notes for it. Uh, it was entertaining, uh, but that's about it. Nothing to write home about. How about you, Simon? Uh, I should really like this episode. Um, oh, of course. <laughs> um, mainly because the fact that some of the stuff is uh, is improvised. Um, yes. Which, which I always quite like that, and you can tell mm-hmm. by the reactions. Of, well, hey, his his comment about the, the the sometimes the surgeon is warming their hands over the open body. When the doctors cut into a patient, and it's cold, you know, why it is now today. Steam rises from the body. And the doctor will... will warm himself over the open wound. Could anyone look on that and not feel changed? Um, He's so wonderfully portrayed by uh, William Christopher is so well acted that you believe what he's saying you know and, yeah. and it's in the behind the scenes so I'm not going to say the reason why but um, uh, yeah and, and I, I, I really like this episode again I think it's because of the fact that you know there's improvisation coming in not just, just from the main cast but also from Cleet as well and, mm-hmm. and you can tell that because every now and again they look thrown off at the question and you can see them thinking about the answer which is what would happen is what you'd want from it um, yeah. the only thing I didn't like was, um, was the fact at the beginning it says this episode is in black and white Imagine if you only had a black and white TV and you're sitting there thinking, what? <laughs> you well, think they, yeah, and, that, and you're right. And that's why they did it. Yeah, it's because yeah. they didn't want people with color TVs to all of a sudden have a black and white show and be like, well, uh, yeah, what's wrong with my TV? That TV? Yeah, I just you know? Know? Ethel, call the repairman. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's it. That's what I thought so they announced really. it that it's in black and white. I thought that was funny. 
but um, yeah, but no, I say, uh, yeah, I, I quite, I quite like these kind of things. I, I love interview style um, episodes, especially when it's done uh, as a chance for the actor to kind of try and fill out more of his own character and get a bit yes. behind the scenes. Because you know, you see the differences where you got the surgeons who are who are meticulously thinking about it, or and then you got Klinger waving at the camera, <laughs> kind of thing. You know. But no, yeah. I, I go, I'm slightly against uh, you two on this. I, I, I quite like this episode. Very cool. A lot of the boys look up to you as a father figure. Do you get that feeling? I suppose they do, and that gets to be a pain in the too. I don't mean that in a nasty sort of a way. I know it's perfectly natural. That's what I think part of my duty as a commanding officer is, to accept that and to give it back in the best way that I can. Unlike most of your doctors, you're a regular army. This is my third war. I was in the big one. Then the Second World War, and now Korea. I hope war is getting smaller as a trend. I've been asking if something special is coming out of this uh, in the way of medical or technical developments. Oh, there are some things that get a practical trying out here that maybe wouldn't with the same speed back home, but when you counterbalance that with the frightful expense, the frightful destruction and loss of life, I don't think it's an equal balance. Well, do you see anything good coming out of this? Not a damn thing. All right, let's go ahead and move on to our behind-the-scenes. I will start us off. A questionnaire was given to the cast members, and they wrote their own answers to the interviews. Some of the cast answers were improvised, as Med mentioned, uh, as some of Clint Roberts' questions were not scripted. CBS was concerned about the episode being in black and white, but they finally gave in to the idea. Um, Father Mulcahy's story about the surgeons warming themselves over a patient's open wound was actually based on something a real army doctor who served in the Korean War mash uh, told the writers. That's sad, really. It's <laughs> probably, it's probably my favorite line of mash. Yeah, and, uh, yeah I think it always it's comes very up memorable in the best line. of mash episodes as yes. well. Where that, yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, this was the first of two appearances by Clint Roberts as himself. The second was in episodes 151 and 152. This was Gelbart's last episode with the series. He had finally decided that there was little more that he could add to the show. It's a bummer. Yeah. Uh, during his interview, Colonel Potter, who's of course played by Harry Morgan, mentions former silent film star Francis X. Bushman. In real life, Morgan was married to Barbara Bushman, his granddaughter. Uh, That's very Lo- cool. Love little things like that. I know. Yeah, yeah. All right, MASH received an Emmy nomination for Outstanding Comedy Series at the 1976 Emmy Awards. In addition, Alan Alden received an Emmy nomination for Outstanding Lead Actor in a Comedy Series. Also, Gary Burkhoff and Harry Morgan received nominations for Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series, while Loretta Swit received a nomination for Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series. And she didn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't even in much in that, se- that season. But. I know. Yeah. Well, this was MASH's own inimitable way of response to the end of the Vietnam War. Very, Interesting. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Do you have any heroes over here, anyone you look up to? Oh, you mean the doctors? Oh, the doctors are really terrific. Oh, heck, the doctors are the whole ball game here. I guess I'm my only hero, but I'm too cowardly to admit it. I don't, no, I don't. I don't think I have any heroes. My great hero would be Abraham Lincoln, I think. Because I think in so many ways, he was the most interesting American that ever lived. He would have been a great doctor. Such a gentleman, had such compassion, such humor, 
and yet there was a terrific toughness about him, and he was a real fighter right up to the very end. He was of the common people, and he never lost that. A man like Harry Truman is that kind of man, decent and earthy, forthright, honest, not a buck-passer. Men like Lincoln and Truman, if they had an assignment, by God, they did it. They didn't assume. People are inclined to do these days sort of weasel a decision. They looked at the problem, acted, and took the responsibility for it. All right, you can find MASH 4077 all over the internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow me at Hawkeye Mids. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. And I am at Tales Podcast. And we have a totally radical website, man. You can find that at www.mash4077podcast.com. And you can send us your feedback to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. And we even have a very cool store where you can buy all kinds of neat stuff, all with the Mash 4077 logo on it. Even as our pictures, I've seen it. Pretty cool stuff. You can find our online store at www.zazzle.com forward slash mash 4077 podcast. And remember, you can follow us on iTunes, direct download, or of course, from Stitcher Radio. Just search for mash 4077 podcast. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Um, two mediocres and a thumbs up by meds. Mm. You know, it was like I said, it's a very memorable episode just because of the way it was shot, being black and white and all that fun stuff. But, yeah. Uh, good stuff. All right. Well, I'm Kenny. I'm Simon. And I'm Al. And we'll be seeing you. You want to say hello to anybody back home? You can't. You mean on camera, on TV, I say hello? Hey! <laughs> you kidding me? I can really say hello on camera, TV? Yeah, I'd like to say, I'd like to say hello to my uh, wife, uh, Laverne. Won't be long now, honey, I'll be home. And, uh, and my mom, and uh, my dad, Butch. That's his nickname, Butch. And my sister, Yvonne, and, uh, and all the guys there at Leo's Grill and J&J Sweet Shop. Hey, guys! <laughs> I had to come over here to be a star. <laughs> Would you like to say hello to your family? Oh, well, yes. Hello. Hello, darling. Hi, sweetheart. I love you. Uh, we haven't got a TV. The nearest one's over at Grange Hall in uh, Mooseville. It's about 50 miles. Uh, about two-hour drive in a Chevy or an hour by foot. I'm sure your folks would make the trip to see you. Hi, Mom and Uncle Ed. Is this too personal? No. It's Walter. Um, I really miss you and I love you. Anyone at home you'd like to say hello to, to send a message, they'll see it. Well, there is, but uh, I just don't think that's dignified, so I won't do it. <laughs> oh, I don't have to say hello. No, <laughs> I know how everybody feels about me. Yes, I'd like to say hello to Harry Truman, and I'd like to know why Bess hasn't written me back. You actually wrote her? Yes, I wrote her a very heartfelt letter. Well, maybe she's too touched to respond yet, huh? No, I think she doesn't like me. I mean, that's the only conclusion I can draw. I mean, I was very specific about what I liked about her. I even suggested a few things, and she hasn't written back. I mean, you'd think I at least heard from Harry. Could have at least called me a son of a b- He's done it for others.
These men and women with whom you work, uh, you want to see them after the war? I'm torn between the idea of the love I have for these people and wanting that relationship to continue and wanting to erase all the memories I have of this place. Colonel, you've uh, spoken of the father figure. Do you think that after the war you'll want to maintain a friendship or a connection with uh, these young men and women after this is over? Absolutely. Do you I... think you will? I'm not sure about that, but uh, I hope I will, and I hope they will with me. Because I'm... Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> very, very close to, to some of these young men. I'm very honored to be associated with them. That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the newcomers podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alien Nation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the newcomer's podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. Hey there, MASH fans, this is Meds. Now, as you know, both myself, Al and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and mine is called Waffle On Podcast, and we talk about classic television programs and films from around the world. So if you think that's your cup of tea, or cup of coffee, whichever you like, then come over to iTunes and type in Waffle On Podcast. Or, of course, you can go to our main site, which is at Podbean, so just type in waffleon.podbean.com. We would be honoured if you join us. My name is Al. And I'm Joyce. And we're, we're huge, huge Disneyland, Disneyland fans. In fact, we love the Disneyland Resort so much, we host a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on Earth to share that passion with others. That's right. On our show, Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast, we share current resort news, some tips and tricks we've learned over the years to help make your Disneyland Resort vacation the most magical experience ever. We uncover little-known and often-overlooked gems we like to call hidden treasures and even review the attractions and places to eat that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And if that wasn't enough, we even share some video episodes to help keep you in that Disney magic state of mind. If you're a longtime fan of the Disneyland Resort or you've just recently discovered the magic, this podcast is for you. You can find Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast at www. Talescast.com and in iTunes. And remember, make, make it, it a Mickey, Mickey day. day. Nash 4077 Podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved. Well, 
Seems that Cleet Robert. Well, it seems that Cleet Roberts introduces this segment as his show. Does that make sense? And whether they see any good in coming for more.